0: We were there at the dawn of the Third Age of Mankind, in the Earth year 2257, deep in neutral space. We were there when the last of the Babylon stations was founded. The name of the pod is Babylon 5.
1: Episode 21, The Quality of Mercy, in which we learn a great deal more about Earth's criminal justice system. Dr. Franklin confronts a woman who possesses a seemingly miraculous healing machine, and Lanier and Londo get up to some shenanigans.
0: Welcome to The Name of the Pod, your Babylon 5 podcast about the enduring cultural legacy of the 1990s phenomenon that was and remains Babylon 5. I am one of your co-hosts, John Cassie, and I am joined, as always, by my favorite Centauri,
1: Chris Tetro. Hello,
0: Chris.
1: Hello, John. You know, now, I if, think if, if If we're referring to each other as Centauri here, do we have those appendage things? Uh, you know... Yeah. I think that's all we need to say about that plot. Uh, I have nothing else Quality to add. Quality of Mercy. Yeah, Quality that's of Mercy correct. is our episode this week. Um, there's this linear and Londo thing going on, pure slapstick... The tentacle from the Navatron Korma is back, but it's a little different this time. <laughs> little, yes. and let's draw the curtain
0: on that. Yeah, the only thing I want to say about the C plot because let's let's acknowledge that we had an A, a B, and a C, and I'm going to mm. assign this one to the C, is uh, uh, Lanier's Kirkfu gets an A plus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he absolutely. was absolutely he. was demonstrating a certain level of badassery that I haven't seen out of a human.
1: No, um, I don't know. Well, I mean, we know that. Well, he's yeah. I mean, he's not warrior cast, but uh, certainly even the religious cast has uh, a strong amount of of some kind of martial training going on. Some kind of you know monkish uh, monkish kung fu.
0: Right, right. Yeah, he's he's definitely received his. Uh, his monkish kung fu training. He is he is uh, an
1: initiate of the thirty six chambers or something or other. Yes,
0: uh, he's uh, the third f- fane of Chidomo. Uh, is that uh, I don't know what that means, but isn't that how he introduces himself? The the, the third fane of Chidomo.
1: That may very well be. Yeah, so who I, knows I, what it
0: means? Correct. I I, I bring up uh, you know I call you my favorite satori uh, not because. Uh, not because we go gambling together, but, you know, because, we, you know, you and I have had experiences that are sort of like the Londo Lanier uh, experiences, but largely in buffet restaurants and donut shops. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, when we're when, when, when we when we're really getting down to it, it's like a, a dozen of Krispy Kreme donuts and go,
1: right? That can make after, an evening last a, Yes. After a full Italian dinner that's correct you know, we're, yeah that, those are not yep. proud times yeah
0: I'd like uh, I'd like the full like tour of Italy but it's not the Olive Garden so it's kind of local mm. right yeah, yeah. no 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 double spaghetti please uh, no oh. and uh, sausage and meatballs that would be lovely oh and look that done you could barely you barely stand up let alone get out to the car and uh,
1: but the light across the way is on hot donuts get in here now hot donuts now why why are we going on about this this is not what people pay to listen people to. aren't
0: paying to listen to this no 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 this is not what squarespace is looking for us to do
1: not at all this not is not all. what we'll,
0: blue apron wants us to do
1: we'll never sell a mattress with this kind of conversation yeah
0: no matter right, how so. much it's memory foam uh we, indeed okay so look we're talking about the quality Let's, of mercy and you yes. know this was not this is not so bad
1: no, no. Actually, I mean, there's I was, a lot of
0: interesting things going on
1: that help us to understand. I yep. be a, to be a very, you know, just one-off dismissive episode. I thought maybe we were dipping back into the doldrums. Right. Uh, but I, I, I liked it more than I was certainly expecting going in. Maybe yeah. it was the miracle of low expectations. Who knows? Yeah.
0: Um, or maybe it was the miracle of June Lockhart.
1: I think the Feast of St. Lockhart is, is coming up in a couple of weeks.
0: Well, let's hope.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Let's we'll hope have that uh, Italian that food and donuts. Uh,
0: yes, that is what is called for. It was prescribed uh, by uh, Calixtus the uh, sixth, the Pope in the seventh century, I think. Donuts and Italian food, right? We're off
1: the rails. We're never <laughs> going to get through this tonight. Good lord! <laughs> How many episodes are we recording tonight? Uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, yes. Indeed. Uh, uh, okay. So, so uh, the quality uh, in of the mercy. criminal justice system. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Right. Yeah. It, oh, look you! Look at you in the criminal justice system. Bumble. I see what you did there. Yeah. I think, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we've got this very interesting unpacking of how criminal justice works, you yes. know, in the Babylon 5 universe. And I thought, oh, yeah, it's, a, it's really about time that that we get this kind of deep unpacking. You know, we've been talking about, you know, we're sci-fi fans. If you give it to us, mm-hmm. you know, we'll be grateful yep. for the content. And, yeah. and I was quite grateful for it. Um, you know, this this um Mueller mm-hmm. you know is a is is you know a nasty piece of work, right absolutely, yeah, he's absolutely. a nasty piece of work, okay, and I was in, sort of intrigued by the way the ombudsman sort of presented, you know, look what what are what are we you know, what 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 can we do right
1: yeah, legally, there are three options, right, and you know none of them. Really good, or in this situation viable, and you know it, this does come down to you know to to a, the larger question of what do we do with people in our in society for whom it's assumed at least that there is no redemption. There's no uh, no amount of, of um, no amount of counseling, no amount of, of assistance is going to make this person. A suitable member of society again,
0: right? Yeah, that, that's yeah. what I that that's what I was kind of chewing over and over in my head. You know, I kind of watch the episode, then um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, sort of driving to work, kind of thing, thinking about it, yeah. thinking about it. You it's know, mm-hmm. like we didn't, we weren't given an opportunity to see the attempt to rehabilitate him fail, and they didn't need to show that to us, right? But mm-hmm. I I I was sort of of the mind that. If you can wipe his personality, is there no capacity to surgically wipe his personality?
1: Yeah, did you know what I mean? A more, yeah, it's done more blunt force than than as you say surgically to go in and let's just remove this this bad piece. Let's find out what's 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 broken in him. Yeah, and let's fix that. Yeah, um, and. The fact that it's done, and I thought this was very interesting, the fact that, it, that the, the mind wipe is done with technology, or the, the mm-hmm. personality death, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. rather than by a telepath. Right. Um, you know, so, so maybe it's not that well developed of a technology. And it I, is still kind of blunt. You know, yeah, I, I, I think you're right about that. I would bet the Mimbari... You know have can 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 do this without any any trouble
0: provided that it would be it would fall within their sort of ethical jurisprudence it doesn't feel like a mimbari punishment
1: no no um but does execution or just locking somebody away in a in a prison yeah you know for life those don't feel very Mimbari either. It feels like they would have, you know, some other kind of more elegant... Of course, you know, the answer may be, oh, they don't go bad. But, you know, we know that's not the case.
0: Yeah, we know that. We uh, we, we know for sure that is not the case. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was... I was... I was struck by the choices. I was struck by the decision. I was struck by mm. Garibaldi's... Do we get it? We get another you know you know kind of another yeah. whack at him being a real uh a real hard ass to this guy
1: really vicious in wanting yeah. to yeah and and i mean there was an element of of it being personal in here certainly but he was definitely he was you know he was he was out for vengeance you know there was there was there was no element of justice in in what garibaldi was was seeking
0: yeah yeah i found that somewhat troubling because we've now had that reinforced as a character perspective yeah. right and I don't I don't know I, I I think I want my security staff to not be on the lookout for people to throw into space
1: that would be ideal you, you know, know ideally we would ask our you know, police or security forces not to be letting power get to their their heads and out to, you know, actively uh, harm people. Um, in this case, you know, it it certainly got under Garibaldi's skin. Um, yeah. And I don't know. You know, it's not something that I remember from watching the show back in the '90s. And it's going to be interesting to see if it is a recurring theme. That, that I just missed the first time out, right? or if if this is just kind of a you know the characters kind of settling out first season sort of thing, and it uh, it it kind of shakes out down the line. right. yeah, I'm, i I very much took
0: um ombudsman uh, Wellington Wellington. yes, uh, you know, I re- very much took his perspective that you know it's very complicated, but we're not going to space someone mm-hmm. just because this is a frontier station. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and really, you know, you, you got to get the sense of how frontier it is in this episode. Yeah. Right. You know, that there really is a sense that, you know, to send him back would be costly enough that the station commander would not choose to do it.
1: Hmm. Which seems strange. Yeah, that, they that certainly didn't resonate have... for me. They have plenty of ships going back and forth to Earth with su- with supplies, with newspapers, um, you know, <laughs> right, with, with right. all of these other kinds of things that you know. We we've seen this. It, it, that that felt more like a convenience line than than an actual reason, like a plot convenience, mm, like a
0: contrivance, like a plot contrivance line, rather mm. than a they. I was you
1: know, know I was trying to be generous.
0: Yeah, no, I I can I can accept that. Mm. Um, the um the fact that this kind of technology was developed mm-hmm. to do these brain wipes, I'm I'm sort of reminded of um those nineteenth century mental hospitals. Mm. That for their time were state of the art and yeah. designed according to a scientific plan. And there was a uh, there was a by the standards of the day humane approach to dealing with you know with people who had a range of conditions that were really beyond science's ability to understand mm-hmm. in any kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, and for their for the time, they were appropriately hailed as state of the art,
1: medical best miracle. thing
0: ever, medical miracle, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I wonder if, on some level, you know, if if you if we were citizens of Earth at this time, mm-hmm. and we were talking about this brain wiping thing, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I wonder I wonder how I wonder how the society. Would would kind of grapple with that because clearly, it feels to me like this is something offered as a humane alternative to execution.
1: Yeah, and yet, I, I, I got to say it doesn't sit well with me. It, it really, you know, yeah. It, it's it yeah, and you know, much as you were saying about you nineteenth-century know, you know, mental health techniques, and I think unless my timing is off, that's when you know lo- lobotomies were coming into vogue and that was sort of the new mm-hmm. the new technology that was being used here and I wonder if it's again a case like it was then oh we've got this new technology technique we've got this new technology and letting letting that drive the justification for using it it's a new thing look at this mm-hmm. it's new it's got to be good and you're know, not a, a solution in search of a problem. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and, and honestly, there's, there's, there's very little that squicks me out quicker than reading or listening to, you know, the, the history of the, the use of, uh, of lobotomization in, uh, oh. in, in, in mental health practices. Uh, oh, it's yeah. just, yeah, yeah. I was listening to a podcast about it at one point and, and just had to turn it off. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, you know, because I, you know I have right. I have issues with, with a lot of medical things and with, with <laughs> listening to or reading um, that occasionally have caused me to faint on airplanes. Uh, but right. um, you know this this was while I was driving and I decided it was not a good idea. So this is yeah yeah you, you 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 bring up a topic and I hadn't really made the connection before, but I think it's I think it's a a good parallel and i I'm, I'm I I wonder if J. Michael Strazinski is putting it in there. ...with any deeper reflection on the practice. mm, mm. Uh, You know, or if it's... If if he's seeing it as this is a good tool, this is a good uh, humane alternative to execution or lifelong imprisonment. And I know we get another episode in Season 3 dealing with this. Mm-hmm. Um... Where we get one of our favorites coming on, Brad Derief. Oh, um, yes. Who's, who's been, uh, who has been uh, personality deft. Um, I mean, because if, if you're going to, if you're going to have a, you know, crazy psycho killer, you know, Brad Derief's name floats to the top of the, uh, of the index card pile. The,
0: he is the ne plus ultra.
1: Yeah, There is yes. no one better. You so, know, look,
0: I, 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 to, 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 to your point, Chris. Mm-hmm. When this show is really good, and I think this episode is an example of this, we're given a lot of this content. We're not given the shoutiness that says, we want you to think this Mm -hmm. or this. We're just given it, right? And we're asked to kind of reflect on it. I think that that makes this a really very fine episode because I don't know what I'm supposed to believe. I'm just mm-hmm. presented. I'm just presented with it. Okay, I, I yeah. can I can chew that over, right? I mean, the fact mm-hmm. that Mueller is is sort of obviously and 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 uh, you know indisputably wicked. Yeah. Uh, okay. That that sort of helps me to. To focus on the technology mm-hmm. rather than on whether it's application in this particular case, you know, this guy needs to be punished, right?
1: But my right. Yeah, go. No, I was just gonna say we we don't have him in a grey area, which might make you know, might make this an even more complicated yeah. plot and a more complicated mm-hmm. story to have to unpack. And certainly with with two other plots taking up the oxygen, there's there's no room for 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 making this more nuanced
0: yeah so let me ask you a, a question that i chewed over and i never really came up with an answer that i felt was satisfactory this so you brain wipes someone mm-hmm. aren't you just creating slaves
1: yes is I mean, that is that it that was that was that's the where sense I of went. what i got now and, and again you know i want to hold off until we until we get to season three and we see, you know, kind of what these people are doing. I don't, uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. this is one of the rare instances where I've looked ahead a little bit, but I haven't watched the episode. I don't remember much of it and I don't know kind of what we're going to see of people who've been through the process. Um, but it's certainly, I mean, they, they talked about, you know, erase the the personality and send them off to, to work and contribute to society in some way. So, yeah, yeah I mean, you're taking away you're taking away the free will, even if it is really morally repugnant.
0: Right. And, and even, um, even is it right? I mean, may, maybe, maybe it's not, I think well, it is, I mean, but we're maybe it is a serial
1: it's killer of, of, you know, of yeah, sure. Yeah. Serious of course proportions here. Yeah, I mean, right, we're, we're, right. This is like I said, this isn't, this isn't a nuanced situation.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just I I can't I can't get past the fact that this tool is sort of like or it's maybe it's sort of like a kind of a lethal injection kind of thing. We're going to do something that actually isn't so great, but it's sort mm. of the best we can do. We haven't mm-hmm. thought of anything else. Yeah. And we don't want to lock him up for whatever reason. And we're not going to throw him on an airlock because that's not yeah. how this is going to work.
1: Yeah. And so we can't transport him to a prison colony somewhere because that's too expensive. And right. our prisons here are too full. Our jails here are too full. Right. Because I, I certainly can't imagine that the station is designed to house you know long-term prisoners.
0: No. 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 Um, so all, all of that sort of combined in, in, in my mind to make it, mm-hmm. to make it very interesting
1: mm-hmm.
0: before you even bring in the Psycor stuff. Yeah. Right. Which yeah. I thought, okay, that's even more interesting.
1: Yeah. Cause they're not, you know, they're not directly involved in the process and you'd think that you'd think that having them at your disposal, that, that they, that that would be the mechanism, rather than going through technology. So I, it was right. it was puzzling, but right. I guess it's, I guess we, I mean we have seen, technology used for telepathic purposes, um, back with um, uh, the sky full of stars. Yes, you know, and we wondered at that time why why don't they use a telepath for this? Well, uh, here, right. we, here We have again, you know, that it's kind of a it's an established thing that that you can use, you can use this technology in place of it. And it may well be that the Corps just refuses, just says, this is not something we're going to do. You know, we'll, right. they go in and they, 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 they sort of do a before and after to make right, sure, to make the sure process it's been done worked. Right. You know, right. But, you know, but we're not going, and, and that, that seems kind of slippery, you know, and, and, you know, a little dodgy. I got to say that they are involving themselves in the process that they are refusing to participate in.
0: Right. We will. Well, it and see now in that re- in that regard, it's like it's like medical doctors verifying an executed person has been is dead, right? Mm-hmm. We will mm-hmm. we will not participate in the execution. But we will certify the person's death, mm-hmm. right? Okay, mm-hmm. now is is that uh, y- yeah, okay, you're you're, 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 uh, you're obeying the the kind of letter of your law, yeah. but work me, help me understand how this doesn't violate the spirit of your oath. Mm-hmm. right? Yeah, Psycor will verify, observe and measure mm-hmm. the personality before. The person will go into the uh, you know Captain Garth machine and will come yep. out with something else. Where does that something else come from? They didn't talk about that. Okay. No. Yeah. What is no. that something else? Is it uh, well? We've got five uh, template personalities, and we'll just uh, tick, 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 mm-hmm. personality two, right?
1: You know, or, I mean, how does that assign? Reset? Yeah. Is everything yeah. reset back to kind of it, our memories and? and everything gone and you're set back to sort of infancy at in which case then presumably the state would have to re-educate you right that doesn't seem any any less expensive than right. any of these other options
0: somehow yeah. i have a memory of them saying that a new personality with a full set of memories will be implanted
1: hmm. yeah i might have missed that
0: yeah or, or, that, or i might case. be be making it up but um yeah i thought okay CyCor before and after, mm-hmm. society has clearly erected a, you know, fifty-foot wall.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The justice system is on this side. CyCor yeah. is on the other side, and only in these very narrow frameworks do we want the CyCor and the justice system interacting in any way. Right. Mm-hmm. No. No psionically admissible evidence. Right. Um, no, no use of psionics to execute this this uh, this this plan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Um, and to work within criminal justice, you know, we're told mm-hmm. uh, from the psycho from the psychor side is really kind of not a great job. You know, the well, the, I mean, the, I, the, the, the mental I, I, fragging rate is really high.
1: I would certainly imagine so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the turnover or burnout rate in, um, like, like, prison psychiatrists is. Right. But I would imagine it's, you know, super, super high.
0: Yeah, I, I can't imagine it being anything other than an exceptionally stressful gig. Yeah. 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 Um, so, I found all of that super interesting. I'm not sure that this was mm. meant to be the A story, but i I, I, I took it to be. Yeah,
1: I don't know if that one or the uh, the Dr. Rosen uh, and her miracle healing machine, uh, I don't know which one which one was intended. They do they do eventually, you know their their paths do cross. yes, uh, you know, toward the end of the story. Um, in in sort of the best resolution for everyone. Oh look, yeah, you know, we don't have to get our hands messy. Yeah, look, right. Resolve the situation. Yeah. Huh? You know, right. Thank you, Vorlons, for killing Deathwalker. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Right.
0: Um, yeah. 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 The fact that uh, that the the guest character. Yeah. Gets to kind of go off. Gets to mm-hmm. be exonerated. Right, yeah. and then okay.
1: And, yeah. And this is one of these, you know, this is one of these situations, again, where we really are, we're, we're getting one of our main characters as a reflection from our guest stars. For that sure. That's bothered us throughout the season. And we get, we get what I think is probably the, the, the best and, and the best treatment of, of Dr. Franklin. Yes. In the season. Yes. Uh, in the playing off of, you know, Dr. Rosen and her daughter. Yes. Um. And I just got to say, you know, having, you know, June Lockhart in here and playing Dr. Rosen, it was great. And the fact that, we, that she doesn't get a scene with Bill Mooney is criminal. Couldn't, dis, could,
0: I, I totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. You got to give us the tiniest bit of fan service.
1: At least have them walk by in the hallway and nod at each other or something. You know, just, a, just something little. Anything. Oh, well yeah yeah i yeah. you know it it it, it could be done for you. whatever reason we were we weren't there you know i'm right. sure they wouldn't you know they would have liked nothing more but there were probably you know reasons so
0: yeah or or it was seen as being so so sort of nakedly fan service-y that that they just felt well no we can't do this but then it's june you know don't make lanier yeah make it uh natoth and <laughs> can you imagine yeah. natoth and uh and Lando having a night on the town—that would be
1: horrifying. I can't imagine that. No. Yeah, right. No, I can't. Ve- Veer, Veer, no. and
0: Delenn—that's
1: <laughs> maybe a little better. Um, I could see that. I could yeah. see that. I couldn't see the other. Yeah, but um, yeah. So I think we get we get a really good. I mean we were we were talking recently trying to to say nice things about Stephen Franklin. And right. I wish we'd had this episode totally uh, yeah. before that because you know the fact that he's setting up this this uh free or you know greatly reduced cost clinic right. in the in the 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 down below is uh, right. uh you know it's it's it says it says things about him that that we hadn't seen or hadn't had any kind of of indication toward yet
0: completely and yeah. and we got a little bit of evidence of of you know Stephen Franklin as a sort of you know I mean we we said in that in that episode where we were talking about him Deeply committed to his principles, kind of a man mm-hmm. of justice. This kind of thing we see that expressed here. Um, I am. Um, I, I, th- I think that this episode really does him great credit, mm-hmm. and and he doesn't interact with Doctor Rosen in the way that he's interacted with virtually every other NPC. You know, mm-hmm. which is all you know, kind of bluster and.
1: You know. Well, he does start there. He does start Interestingly, there. Interestingly, yeah. he starts at that. And, yeah. you know, I I was reminded as I was was watching this of Believers. Yes. Where he he sort of keeps this, this there has to be another, you know, has to be a way, it has to be my way, mm-hmm. you know, all throughout. He starts off in that position. Right. Um, but, you know, he's convinced by, by the evidence that's presented and he softens. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah, um, and I thought that that
0: that that June Lockhart's sincerity helped to 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 bring him down a little bit from his from that place that you're talking about that sort of high-handed place that he spends yeah. a lot of his time. And yeah. you know, she was very authentic. I mean, look again. Give give this work to a, a, a you know a skilled actor.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you're you know you're going to make some progress.
1: Get right? the results. I
0: mean, yeah. yeah, I mean June Lockhart's a very competent
1: genre Absolutely, actor. Yeah.
0: So yeah, so yeah. you you're not going to go wrong with with her in that kind of a role. Um, mm. I'm I'm gonna be I'm just gonna put on my my um, you know my, my my early 21st century really hat and mm-hmm. say. We live in a world in, you know, 2257 where poor people don't have access to health care. Really? I mean, I'm I'm not, I'm not, it's not a story problem.
1: Yep. It's a, you know. A world building. Right, right we've we've definitely seen this is not uh happy space socialism of star trek. Yes, you know, we've we've talked on the show about that that the world of Babylon 5 is still entrenched in the, you know, the 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 capitalism really of the 1990s and of the early 2000s. It shouldn't be any surprise that this is, you know, that that the 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 kind of the kind of future where everybody has the healthcare where there is no money that's not the kind of future that, that JMS wants to write about you know i right he's not You're writing a totally dystopia. Right. he's he's writing a dystopia i mean frankly if we look at, at everything that's going on with earth politics and, and things that are going on you know it's it's striving to be better but at this point it's it certainly is not uh, is not a, a happy shiny future situation yeah
0: Um,
1: and we've seen the treatment of the people who who come to the station and just don't have you know don't have the resources to move on to the next thing and and so they just kind of end up you know we we literally saw in this episode the the people huddled around the burning barrel you know that's that's (laughs) straight out of the great depression you know there's we've got space hobos uh right that's that's the that's the story that, the, that they're telling. And 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 yeah, I mean, I which future would I like to live in? Of course, I'd like to live in a, you know one where where, you know, a, a post scarcity future uh, where there is no uh, there's no need to have to have exorbitant medical bills and everybody can. If you're sick, you get healthy. Done. Yeah. Seems yeah. to make sense. Um, that's that's just not the story we're in.
0: Yeah. No, you're, you're completely right you're completely Go right back that to there's... star trek pinko right <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah yeah the, we don't we don't have no place for no rod and you
1: know yeah i mean there's no there's no replicators there's no i mean really right. star trek is is a post-scarcity yeah indeed you know, indeed setting where where you can have that kind of thing yeah um you know i i wonder you know, where the the Head doctor of the entire station finds time in the day to be running a free clinic. Truth. I mean, yeah, that's a good yeah. question. Yeah, you know, yeah. when does he sleep? You know,
0: yeah. I mean, if you it, given what he's doing, running a wildcat, um, you know, medical clinic operation on his spare time, he must yeah. have he must have a, a, a you know, a a, a virtual. You know a battle cruiser full of clerks and secretaries to be managing his his
1: charting and his paperwork. hmm Right. I, yeah. They, yeah we, he we doesn't appear see, to we, be
0: doing it. <laughs> yeah,
1: we see a couple of flunkies floating around right. here and there in, in this in the med lab, but we don't usually see and you know, I wonder the 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 people who who do end up under his official care. Yes. Up in the Sick Bay Med Lab. What do they call it? Med Lab. This this is Med Lab. Okay. Um, Is is that reserved for like station staff, diplomatic personnel, that kind of thing? You know, if 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 let's say a a, a, a you know aliens who crash into the place. um, Let's say that a like a merchant or or somebody who's a, a private citizen who needs medical care. Is that where they go?
0: Right, are there, yeah. Or is that
1: like a military base, you know, hospital kind of situation? So is is there an... He says
0: that these indigent people can't afford MedLab. Suggesting that if you can afford it, no matter what your station. Now, maybe there's sort of MedLab Alpha... Y- you, yeah. you know, you know the uh, Massachusetts yeah. General or Cedars Sinai, mm-hmm. right? Which yeah. is where he practices. But I mean, the station mm. is a uh, uh, is gigantic. There must be med lab yeah. clinics all over the
1: place. And that med lab right. doesn't certainly doesn't seem to be big enough to, you know, what is it, 250,000 250, people? People, you know, no. We we and we never see. I mean, I, I don't even see any beds in there half the time. You know, there's yeah. Uh, There's got to be there have to be other facilities, you know, larger facilities for the, you know, you you've got I figure you've got that one where he's working for your your kind of special cases or your your you know Earth Force yeah right staff. There's there's another kind of facility somewhere that's like general population and then the the clinic that he and dr. Rosen are running those are the kinds of things for people who can't afford to get into that that second tier
0: yeah right it has to be that doesn't it
1: it has to be yeah yeah I would think so
0: so you know I think about okay 250,000 people okay Mm -hmm. if you take you know my uh, you know we're, we're in Simi Valley in California 120,000, Thousand Oaks, California, the city right south of it, about the same size. So the population mm-hmm. of those two cities roughly equals, well, Simi Valley has a hospital. Thousand Oaks mm-hmm. has at least one, I think maybe two. Mm-hmm. So you've got sort of three facilities, literally hundreds of beds, every kind mm-hmm. of specialty imaginable. Yeah. Right. And so, mm-hmm. so you know, to serve 250,000 people. You need three or four hundred hospital beds mm. at any given time. Yeah. You know, you yeah. need you need a staff of hundreds, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, you know, you think about sort of what does is, what is MedLab look like as an organization? And it's yeah. it's employing uh, probably five, six, seven hundred people.
1: Oh, I would say at right. least, yeah. You know. And they're certainly not all operating out of that, that small space uh, that we see. Yeah. Franklin hanging out in it. So this, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, th- yeah, this this is, there's no, this way. is the kind of world building and extrapolating that, that, that I like. And of course, you know, we'll probably come across an episode, you know, three or four down the line that'll completely prove us wrong. And they'll, you know, we'll see something that we weren't, uh, weren't taking into account here.
0: Well, I mean, yeah. then, I mean, that, look, the, I, to me, I think that's one of the great things about rewatching a program, mm. uh, like this, where, you know, what, what you remember is the kind of the uh, You know, the flat stone skipping across the surface, the 15 kind of cool and interesting things. But what we're doing here by virtue of exploring a kind of legacy is, Mm. well, everyone who came after who's watching this program has learned something by watching it about things like criminal justice. So Mm. we see a far more nuanced approach to criminal justice in Galactica, Mm right? Right. Criminal justice, you know, kind of procedures and philosophies, and it's all over the expanse.
1: Yeah. Well, you right. know, these shows have the benefit of eighty-seven years, eighty-seven seasons of Law and Order. You know, seven different flavors of it to, <laughs> right. to draw on. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah that that also that also doesn't hurt. No. Yeah. Um at all. We're we're about to start running long. I'm not sure we need to talk more about appendages or linear,
1: or Londo, let's not. right? Yeah, but I'm but you have something. You go, yeah, I thought as much. I have something. <laughs> um, we've we've talked at length in the past about yes. one of our favorite shows from the 1990s, Space go. Above and Beyond. Space
0: Above and Beyond, which, great again, show.
1: People go out find it. I don't. I think it's not even available digitally. But you know. Not going to suggest piracy, but there are ways to find things. It's um,
0: it, it, it's on discs. Uh, you know, you it's old fashioned, discs, but yes. you can if get discs. If you're a caveman,
1: you can get discs. Yeah, sure. If what you're about a caveman? Man, you...
0: I always consult my vicar. Oh, when when good. thinking, of... yeah, that's
1: <laughs> well played. Well played. Yeah. All right, yeah. so we have someone in this episode. We have Mark Ralston who played okay. Mueller, our Mueller, serial killer. Great. Um, who was on two of the other uh, legs of the stool of single season uh, huh. 1990s programs that that you know i hold up as some of the some of the my favorite television ever
0: okay go space above and beyond luck. clearly
1: <gasps> he was on strange luck he was on strange luck and he was on profit profit is on those i saw those two shows on the listing i'm like i have my imdb chief boom now now, now folks if you didn't catch strange luck in the 1990s yeah um you're kind of out of luck because you know at least space above and beyond you can get on dvd profit seems to have fallen huh profit two. profit you can also get yes yeah strange luck seems to have fallen into a memory hole Right. Um, you know, where, where sometimes I even question if it was a real show or not, uh, right. or if I've just made it up in my head. D.B. Sweeney.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: you know, was, was the lead, and he, as, as the title was just, had, you know, bizarre luck, both good and bad. Right. And got into Zany Adventures, and it was on Fox, and at the end of the season, it it tied into X-Files in some way that I wasn't, you know, I don't completely remember, and I don't think was handled very well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But this was
1: like ninety six ninety seven somewhere in there. No, ninety-five ninety six, I think.
0: I think ninety six ninety seven yeah. is right.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um such no, a good, good show. program. Smashing really. good. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just kinda went away and, and Fox has never released it, and that made me sad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If if and they pro? if they released that show on disc mm. or, you know, on Hulu or whatever, I would it would go straight to the front of the line. I would start watching Day it one.
1: two nights. Yep. I think I still yeah. actually have some some VHS tapes. I made fun of you for the Betamax. I think I still have some tapes of the show downstairs. I don't know that I have a functional VCR anymore, but I still yeah. have the tapes.
0: So, I have I have a functioning VCR. Okay, back at you know. So so if you've got yeah, them, yeah. you know, I'll bring the I'll bring it with me the next time. Will you bring the yeah. tapes out the next time that we're together? We'll, we'll make know? something
1: happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and and profit. Now <laughs> was a show profit. that. I am surprised ever saw the light of day again, because it was it was definitely too dark and too edgy for late 90s TV, and that was the first time where I ever saw Adrian Pasdar, who now is just you know tearing up the superhero genre TV, yeah, uh, you know circuit. He's on, he's on, or I don't, he was on. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. I don't know if he's going to be again, and he's also on Supergirl this season. He is. Um, Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Yes. He's playing Morgan Edge. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, I think Adrian Pasdar is
0: one of the great character actors of the last 20 years. That profit show, Chris, that show wasn't too dark for 1997. It was too dark for 2257.
1: That show yeah, anytime is anytime you have a character sleeping with his stepmother, it's, it's kind oh. of, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah.
0: it was one of those, I mean, I watched the first episode, right? And, yeah. and literally, the show ends, and I'm getting in, inbound phone calls from everyone. Yes. Did yes. you just watch this? What, what the, the heck this? just happened? How you know? did they
1: let this on the air? Yeah.
0: Right. right. Yeah. Shocking. So. And don't forget, Adrian yeah. Pasdar was on Heroes. Oh yeah, absolutely, right, right, Right. and and he was—he was quite good, you know, in in in, in a show that went uh, kind of weirdly off the off the rails. Um, Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, friends, listeners, I, I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna hit the point that Chris made again about about profit and say, you know, I think they showed four, they made eight. Okay, something yeah. like that. And this yeah. show was just ludicrously dark and over the top. Mm. It was so much fun. Mm. If I mean, if you watch it from the perspective of, I can't yeah. believe they're getting
1: away with this. It also, I think, had the worst virtual reality special effects that I've ever seen on television.
0: Now, I don't remember that.
1: Oh, yeah, because he had this, like, mega computer and he it was, oh, it was sure. bad. I've watched it pretty recently. It was not cher- yeah. 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 It did not age well.
0: No, I, I haven't uh I haven't rewatched it um mm. for maybe, you know, ten, ten, twelve years. Um yeah. but yeah, I, I can I I just can't even I can't even imagine who who greenlighted this, right? Someone with a sick bet- sense of humor, you know?
1: I bet they didn't have a job after that. I'll, I'll see what I can find about the, the history of it and put it in the show notes because I've always been curious about how it actually got on the air and how it even got, you know, four or six episodes on the air before it got yanked.
0: Right, right. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you know, to to, to your point, uh, I mean, Adrian Pazdar, mm. Cracker Jack, um, yeah. DB Absolutely. Sweeney, so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah you, you, you find these these character actors who are all over the substrate of these programs you know so you know as we come to the end uh, of this episode I can't help but but note that we're coming to the end of uh, very near to the end of season one of Babylon 5 and of our own program next week yeah. join us for Chrysalis in which uh, we we uh, Wrap up some stories and launch many more, many more threads, projecting forward into seasons two, three, four, and five. You know, for all of the for all of the remarks that we've made about season one being sometimes a bit of a uh, a bit of a slow going uh, mm-hmm. experience, we're going to get lots of very important developments in the next episode. And I look forward to sharing it with you, uh, with my favorite Centauri, <laughs> next week. Uh, again, find us on our webpage, find us on our Facebook group. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes. and um, And stay tuned for next week and the end of Season 1. Chris, see you then.